It's a podcast. It's a podcast. What's up? What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another lovely TGYK podcast. I am today's host for this episode. I am Kevin, and I joined with me today are three lovely co-hosts. Would you guys love to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Nico. I'm Sam. And I'm Theo. All right. Okay. So, you know, uh, a classic way to start this podcast is by uh, having everyone guess what the topic is today because that's fun and uh, it kills time. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'll give you guys a hint. All right. Okay. It has to do with anime. All right. Okay. So, so uh, we'll, we'll go in the, in the, I don't know, in the pattern that you guys introduce yourself. You guys each guess and i will say hot or cold all right okay uh anime swords okay you're you're super cold all right okay um (laughs) anime isekai uh cold but not as cold as sword but still pretty cold okay okay (laughs) it's uh anime and the manga adaptations not being true to the anime Oh, oh, absolutely cold. Yeah, oh, nail. Okay, damn. y'all failed. Y'all really bad at this. Y'all <laughs> need practice. But anyway, uh, today we're going to be talking about boomer anime. So what do, I, what do I mean by boomer anime? Classic animes. You know, like what makes a classic anime classic? You know what I mean? Like the OG stuff, you know? Like we got uh, Evan, uh, Evan uh, Jelion, you know? We got uh, <laughs> Elfin B. Lion. <laughs> and then we got, oh, uh, you know, Legend of uh, the... Uh, Galacticus heroes. Put on my anime historian glasses. Yeah, you know, like uh, the Gundam uh, triple triple digit zero seven. You know, uh, you know all the OGs. You know what I'm talking about? Like classic. My historian anime. glasses are always on. I can't see without them. <laughs> like, I'm blind if I'm not. I'm blind if I don't see yeah. history. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right, so I guess just kind of start things uh, out. Uh, Nico, yo, what? What's a classic anime to you? You know, maybe uh, my oh, classic anime would probably be like Berserk. Okay. I really like Berserk, just that style. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Seb, Seb, what, what about you? Um, in terms of anime that was around before I was alive, but I love, it would be Gundam, considering that is pretty pretty archaic. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure. My grandpa would have seen Gundam <laughs> like when he was around. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Theo? Uh, let's see. I'm pretty sure it would be Dragon Ball for oh, sure. Nice, nice. Yeah, all of these classic animes. So what, why, what makes it a classic? You know, like what, what makes these anime a classic? What do you guys think? Uh, firstly, it's art style. Yep. The, the way the way that it's uh, animated, uh, the kind of like that anime kind of depending on what it is, kind of started that genre or popularized that specific genre. Like, for instance, there weren't there. I'm sure there were a lot of pretty gory animes before, but Berserk kind of like opened it up to like, oh, we're allowed to do this. So it's not as scary to create mm-hmm. like way more gory types of anime. So it definitely made it a classic in that respect, I think. Yeah, like I, I kind of agree on that 
point of uh they were kind of the the first of their kind like uh when i was i was research like i didn't grow up with the original gundam but i did a lot of like research on youtube from people doing like video essays about the early days of gundam i, I was thinking of eventually watching uh because it's super long and it's a kind of dated but it's one of those things where like before gundam came out all of the giant mech shows were all about super robots they're always like you know like power rangers where you summon a giant robot and it's basically like voltron oh, it was never Ultraman. like um He's not really yeah, a there robot, was never like yeah. a like mechs as like a military weapon that mm -hmm. was part of a war drama, and Gundam mm -hmm. was like the first to start that. And after that, then we got things like Evangelion, Code Geass, uh, the mm -hmm. one where they're on Mars. I forgot what it was called. Um, Just yeah, the Frank Frank Sinatra one. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Darling what? In the Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Uh, Darling in the Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah. I and love like, that one. Like, I think for me, it's classic because it's an anime that's older than all of us but people are still talking about it today to the point mm. they spent like i swear more than a million dollars building a real moving gundam in yokohama just for the sake of this show that came out in the 70s <laughs> oh yeah rx78 yeah yes the og gundam but i mean yeah i mean the classic anime is like the dragon ball for instance it's like it's just kind of survived the test of time it's like I know it. My little brother knows it. Uh, our little cousin knows it. Like, you say the word Dragon Ball, people know it right away. <laughs> like, you say Goku, people know it's Dragon Ball. Like, it's it's timeless. And I feel like a lot of the references that people use are part of that. Like, over 9,000. Uh, the s screaming like Goku, trying to just go super saiyan yeah I'll... so it kind of like cements the yeah like itself within culture yeah it's like it becomes... it's it's definitely one of the things that make it a classic to me i mean a lot of anime itself like when you watch a different anime and you see people fight real fast you go oh yo they're going dragon ball yeah that's true yeah like oh they get power-ups oh they got a zenkai boost mm -mm. oh yeah that's where they coined that Term. Yeah, like Dragon Ball itself today by standard of is it a good anime? Probably not as good as a lot of other anime, but I just feel like it's held itself high in history as one of the fathers of that genre. Shonen. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa yeah, it, yeah, Grandpa Shonen. Like in in that way, if you if you kind of use their formula or the Dragon Ball formula and you put it onto other TV shows like any name any big three like or any really popular show in anime you can directly say oh yeah all that stuff kind of came from Dragon Ball Z yeah. and they just put like a little spice on it so it's yeah. different they took <laughs> the formula like and they sharpened it up yeah <laughs> it's like that quote people say like Dragon Ball walked so that Jujutsu Kaisen and Boku no Hero could sw could fly or something I yeah what it was yeah yeah I agree and like talking about like berserk and stuff like that you wouldn't have uh things like goblin goblin slayer would definitely be like who's gonna produce this right no one's gonna oh, yeah, yeah. no one's gonna if if uh, berserk and stuff wasn't popularized back then no one's gonna kind of be like yeah let's let's do a lot of more like gory stuff and make it mainstream kind of yeah yeah so i mean i think yeah it's, it's uh i forgot what the seinen it's not it's instead of shonen 
or the uh the one meant for young females yeah the seinen i think something like that yeah yeah it's the one where the top the big three in that genre is berserk kingdom and chainsaw man what i remember i think chainsaw man is still shown you know it's still shown. okay yeah. there's a third yeah. one that i forgot was also in that like realm of dark adult themed manga mm. Yeah, it's their, oh. essentially it's their big three, but I forgot what the third one was. I just remember Kingdom and Berserk. <laughs> really? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Because, like, um, I think the other... Oh, yeah. Uh, what's a classic anime for you, Kev? Oh, a classic one for me? Yeah. It'd probably be Neon Evangelion. Mm. Neon Evangelion. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's fair, because uh, speaking of, like, mechs, like, that was the first of its kind to introduce the subversion of the mech genre yeah. and after that we got all the copycats like uh yeah like darling in the franks basically is it's basically waifu neon genesis evangelion oh and yeah. then you got and... the the guy version it's a uh, escaflone oh that's true. like a dragon mech bio suit yeah. pretty boy <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, it's like I'm looking at some of these lists right now, and one that is I noticed that isn't on here is stuff like Giver. Giver's not on here. Oh, oh bio boosted yeah, Giver armor. I love the original yeah. one. I didn't really like the remake. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's like, oh, that's. Yeah. I think in terms of like uh, a hallmark of like classic anime is like, because uh, yeah, there's ones that we know have staying like relevant power, like yeah. Pokemon. Our kids' kids are probably going to be talking about Pokemon mm-hmm. and watching Pokemon. But then yeah. you have the ones that are older that you literally have to dig, redig up in the archives to be like, oh, yeah, that, that was existed. an anime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Giver. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of our you know younger audience, if you just throw out Giver, they're like, I, I don't, what? Yeah, Giver, yeah, I, I don't know what Giver is. Yeah, Giver is a very, uh, I think Giver, when I learned about it, was very niche. It oh, was yeah, a classic niche, to yeah. those who found it. Who liked it, yeah. Uh, but to those like, who didn't find it, they wouldn't know about it. So it's like it's not so, like. So I mean, uh, would that be a, considered a classic though, right? Because it it didn't have the clout that uh yeah the it, other it, ones had. It would definitely be considered like, a, it would have a cult following, or it's yeah. at least like cult yeah, classic, right? Yeah, because for Giver, think of it as if you don't know what it is, is think of it as like you know those uh, Tokusatsu shows like Power Rangers, Common Rider. Uh, it was where like the guy, it's just a dude, and then he gets like. Uh, an upgrade and he turns into this like superhero yeah. type thing yeah. but this was like the dark version of it kind of like yeah. what, what Neon Genesis Evangelion did for Gundam this did for that common writer genre where he's like mm-hmm. he turned into this like super powered like killing machine yeah but it wasn't just like you know he would transform do a cool pose the guy would like the end the monster would just blow up and you'd see explosions and he'd be like like, take his hand and like crush that guy's face with his hand well the darkest part was that his dad turned into one of those monsters and And the whole entire time he's like i don't want to kill my dad he's still my dad but then the suit took over and was like nope you're killing your father and i was like yeah it was really dark and no he got macgyver to kill his dad <laughs> pretty much yeah that's that's the thing too like uh it it kind of like stands on its own in that respect where it's mm-hmm. just kind of like we we put that little spice on it and now it's berserk but mechs <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's a like a suit a super suit essentially yeah and it was it was weird because the suit was alive mm. 
it was it was a cool like i there hasn't been a concept like that recently no. it was definitely a product of its like edgy 80s 90s time it was mm -hmm. a product of love i could tell whoever decided to make it freaking was like drawing it out and he's like yeah we're gonna give him spikes yeah, yeah. we're gonna give yeah. him a chest cannon yeah <laughs> i guess like what's the oldest anime you guys have been invested in like you know for sure it came out before your time but you just Oof. been curious to like read it probably it's probably easier to read it because anime is dated but the manga is always kind of like Ooh, you can always appreciate yeah. art style the oldest anime i think that came out before i was alive uh i don't know a lot that came out before i was alive but i know stuff that was coming out while i was growing up <laughs> like not, not so much like because like prior to that there are things that i haven't even heard of like it's truly boomer anime. <laughs> oh you've never felt compelled to be like i'm gonna find this thing from the 70s that looks cool no because i look at the art like the cover art and i'm like that looks like a like it's i'm gonna have it's gonna be a bad day to have eyes kind of <laughs> okay okay yeah ranma ranma came out before i was born did it oh ranma one yes. half ranma came out in 89 but i yeah okay uh i think for me it was uh it was funny because like i didn't search it up because I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do some archaeological digging into anime things, even though I tend to do that. But Devilman Crybaby, I really mm -hmm. enjoyed. And then I found out the original manga came out like years years ago, and then I wanted to read it just to see if it was the exact ending and story. And it it would it was basically the same story nice. beats and all that, but it still had that like uh, older art style of like think Astro Boy, where it's kind of a uh, that's yeah. that's another I guess like boomer anime. <laughs> Astro Boy. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot about Astro Boy. Yeah. Like he it's an older property, but he's still you still see him like showing up every now and then in like Japanese media and it's, oh yeah. He's become yeah. like an icon of that decade of anime. Yeah, yeah. he uh, people love Astro Boy. He he didn't really do much, but people like him. Yeah, and everyone's I, like, why does he never wear a shirt? Like, I don't know. He's a robot. <laughs> robots don't need shirts. Yeah, robots don't need shirts. <laughs> Apparently uh, Akira came out in eighty eight. Yes, Akira is one of those classics too. Akira is that, a, yeah, classic. That's crazy because it it holds up. To, you could like, obviously, it's a product of its time. It has like obvious issues with some animation, but it literally holds up to most of the stuff that comes out now. Oh, it looks probably yeah, looks yeah, better yeah. than like some of the enemies that are out. Like like uh, <laughs> like what we talked about recently, X Arms. X Arm is all three D. <laughs> that's that is 10 years from now people are going to look at that and be like this does not age yo another <laughs> another classic now. <laughs> that everyone here has seen that's probably older than us or maybe just as uh kiki's delivery service really when did yeah. that come out 89 oh shit oh i haven't watched that yet Oh, yeah, yeah uh, Ghibli movies are yeah. Lots of them old, are but... classics in their own right. Actually, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. When you, just Ghibli in general is just yeah. you're just like ah, it's, it's gonna be good. Like it's I just mean, a household name. 
the, the dude creating them is literally a boomer. But yeah, he's he retired. He retired, and then <laughs> yeah. he unretired because all the other stuff are just garbage. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I guess I need to get back into the game, teach these kids how it's really done. We're gonna teach them how no to draw that art style anymore. Goblin. Even his son tried, and then I don't know if you guys have heard the story about uh, Miyazaki's son worked so hard on this like uh anime to show his dad and he went to a private screening and miyazaki left the theater like 10 minutes later disappointed went outside for a smoke and didn't come back and i'm like jesus Christ! oh yeah i've heard about that that would ruin my life yeah that's what i thought i'm like oh god oh man miyazaki's your dad and you have to fill these like (laughs) large shoes he's just like but he's left yo he's like this isn't this isn't art and i'm like Dude, <laughs> horrifying. That is wow. I mean, it's like if my dad was an actor and I like showed him a movie I made in, or I made, and he would be, he just walked out. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I'm a failure. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, well, there's definitely a lot of classics that uh, I, I don't. We, I'm pretty sure none of us have watched the ones that were created before we were born but i mean as we were growing up for sure like sailor moon yeah well i think the biggest uh i guess when i was doing my uh uh viewing history through time and i would look at uh how does this early 2000s anime hold up versus this uh 80s anime hold up (laughs) and like it's kind of like what you guys mentioned about akira where it was all like you could tell it was hand drawn and they had years to kind of perfect the the cells that they used to like to create the background art and the movement mm-hmm. versus something that was made to be qu- quick and fast so that people could watch it right away in like the Biggest example I can think of is Gundam Seed that's reused oh. so many of the same exploding shot because they're like, we got to stretch yeah. this budget to like release this episode like out right now mm-hmm. as opposed to Gundam series that are out like Unicorn that literally took years, years between each movie. And then you could tell that the labor of love versus something that's meant to just be like thrown out there. It's it's night and day. <laughs> Yeah, that I don't really like that when uh, it kind of uh, I feel like it's not true to the series when they try and take shortcuts like that. Just because yeah. in the in the older anime you do see reused uh, uh sequences. Yeah, for sure, but they reuse the sequence, but they add like different flair to it. It's, it's literally just like the same shot, but you put the mirror effect, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, with with seed not... <laughs> with seed destiny. What they did was they used a lot of uh, reused footage from seed, and it was like a lot of people were like looking at it, going, "Oh, uh, isn't that robot dead?" And it was hmm. just like, "Ooh, the theme it... was that uh, they got called out for flipping the image because they there was a logo on one of the." On one of the mechs, and right. it's backwards. I was like, "Come oh, on, guys!" Can even scrub it. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was not a good time to be a Gundam fan in that time. It's okay. It's it's better now. Oh yeah, I feel like way better now. It, it's cool because I feel like a lot of modern anime still uh, take from the classics in a way where hmm. it's tasteful and modern. Where it's like it still it still looks very. Uh, like this isn't old school, but it's not new. Like Samurai Champloo, 
yeah. stylistically, if it was released in the late 80s, it would fit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Stylistically. Exactly. Musicality, maybe not, because that kind of music wasn't really... Yeah, it was a 90s thing. Yeah, it was he, a 90s thing. New James basically invented a genre. He basically yeah. pioneered lo-fi music. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then... Uh, but I think as an as animation... I think it could fit in that style, mm, right? Just of the way it's done, like because it's very. Uh, it reminds me of just the top of my head. It's very uh, fluid, and there's a lot of fluid animation back then. Even if it wasn't done with computers and whatever, yeah. and mm-hmm. it had a nice touch to it. Like uh, I think another one that's very unsung. I kind of like was a uh, Power Stone. Oh, Power Stone is actually really lit, dude. Yeah, old some old grandpa guy give his give the kid some stone and he turns into a Power Ranger. <laughs> that's wait, that's not how that works. Sounds like Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, there's a lot of them. There's different Power Stones, yeah. and they all like different represented different things. And the the blonde guy had a red one, and then when he he used it, he turned he had a red suit, and he was like a mecha guy, like a Power Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like a. I think someone was asking the question of. <clears throat> Say, for example, the anime we're watching right now, and then right. 20 or 30 years from now, what do you think currently would be the next, I guess, masterpieces or classics for, say, like, our grandkids or something? Oh, my God. Uh, off the top of my head, just from its popularity, Attack on Titan is definitely, like, it, ha- it had such an effect on the culture. Like, yeah. Just people who exist that. on the, yeah, just people who exist on the internet. Attack on Titan is definitely, it's like, oh yeah, this was like crazy well animated. You can uh-huh. see there's going to be like other animes that are be like, oh yeah, it reminds me of Attack on Titan kind of thing. So yeah, like, those are going to come up. There's nothing like it out like nope. it right, yeah, out right there now. There really isn't. <laughs> uh, I think another classic for the future would be Demon Slayer. I don't yeah, know about I that. I think it would it's... because of its uh, status right now in being the top grossing. Yeah, but I mean, that's just how popular it is, right? Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to withstand uh, the test of time yeah because it's think, just what it came it only came out recently right i think yeah it's too, it did too early right but i think uh the way it was built the way it was animated uh, the the story flow well, I, think I think the I, biggest thing is that it ends so it's like true, you can yeah. you can like have it as a quote-unquote time capsule yeah. where it's like once it's finished yeah, it'll people will be able to go back to it and be like, oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that, I think Demon Slayer will. I don't know about the flow of the anime though, because they they did one season and then gonna and then in order to get to the next arc, you have to watch a movie. Mm. I don't then, think that hinders the, the flow movie, at all though. No, no. We'll see. We'll see. If how, uh, if I take it from a manga yeah. to anime perspective, the manga arc is only twenty four hours. Right. So it's yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I was thinking too. For in terms of anime adaptation, let's say for example, in the next couple of years, it's fully animated and they absolutely like nail the ending, or they go the route of Promise Neverland where people are mad that they cut out an entire speed arc. Run it, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that's the thing. Like, I feel if the anime doesn't nail the ending, it oh. might deter it from being like a quote unquote classic that stands the test of time. Oh yeah, it definitely will. But I feel like, like uh, a lot of anime that uh, have that kind of uh, power, I guess, yeah, would uh, not try and stray far away, or else they'll lose it. There's there's a lot of uh, I don't know. For me, well, I guess it's just kind of like 
what I consider a classic would just be like the art style is amazing and there are hardly any kind of kind of other animes out there like it. Like there are some that most people haven't even heard of that I consider classics. Like Rage of Bahamut is one of my favorite animes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just and it's based off of like a mobile game. But the way they set up the story and like how the characters are designed and how everything is like animated is really, really good. But then, not a lot of people have seen it, so <laughs> that would be more like a cult classic, where like exactly just few few people know, but like not it's no one would like mention it in like a top ten list. Like, oh yeah, classic anime. Yeah, and yeah. like uh, like Naruto, but only Shippuden, not even like the beginning of Naruto, because that will be already it would be considered classic. Just the beginning of Naruto, that would be already be considered classic. But down the road, Shippuden and like that whole arc where Naruto is like older. That that will be considered classic, I think. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm just curious to see if Naruto like holds the stands the test of time for like way in the future. Like, would would it be something the next generation of kids will enjoy, or they'd be like, "This is kind of old. I don't. This looks a little dated." And then we're all like, "How dare you?" <laughs> and <laughs> how they how they do Boruto, right? Like, if they mm, do right, well, right. then it will do well. But I don't know, like. In terms of like art, like it it doesn't really age well if you look it at does like not. the beginning. I I did I rewatched parts of season one and I'm like, oh god, like the quality yeah, like, it, it just tanks, right? Yeah, like I it's... mean, like some of you guys were saying like you can't rewatch some of the old One Piece episodes because it was, looks the art was a lot older, right? So it would be the same yeah, for man. yeah. yeah. It, I it, good. It, it would be the same for something like it's Naruto, so weird because right? yeah for like if I compare. Uh, my uh watching of dragon ball like i'll watch dragon ball z again and it doesn't bother me yeah but i guess z or kai z i will watch z <laughs> kai this is the hd remaster version <laughs> i i didn't mind kai but i will watch dragon ball z again and i honestly don't the art style for dragon ball doesn't bother me I think it's just it's just fighting, right? Like yeah, yeah they're just fighting. Just, so you're not really looking, you're not really spending time being like, oh, pretty art. No, man, it's just rocks and mountains exploding. You're like, yeah, whatever, man. Who cares about that, right? It's just literally just <laughs> like little, little, like someone just went on a piece of like, uh, like the draw. They took a picture of the sky and drew some lines, and then just like, and they just paste it and make like sounds go pew 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 because they're just that, that's yeah. them fighting. It's like I think it's just as well like uh, Toriyama art style is kind of timeless. Like it's Toriyama using it. Yeah, Toriyama's designed quite a bit of uh you can tell a Toriyama design from anyone else. Yeah. Like Chrono well, Trigger. I, I, Toriyama. I think a, a class a mo more modern classic would be like a sword art online. Or like fate. Yeah. Like yeah. Those series just because they it spans like so many sequels and it's been going on for so long and it literally has like like a, I guess clout. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If that's the right word to use. It is. <laughs> it is fan base. Right? Yeah, and they, they have like games, right? And just yeah, yeah. Like so, Sword Art Two was what again? It's defined as classic when after one thing becomes or that one anime becomes very popular, it spawns an entire wave of anime like it. Yeah. So like when Sword Art came out, the only other competitor it really had was Log Horizon. Yep. At the time, but then now there's maybe 
like 50 different isekais that you can watch all of them with like oh this is a game and then you a menu pops up like rising of the shield hero is basically a clone but different you know what i mean yeah Yeah. swords the shield instead of swords i mean (laughs) it's like it's so yeah i guess we get back to that uh uh classic versus i guess cult classic because like i to me i wouldn't consider sword art a classic because to me they didn't really pioneer it uh what what did dot hack right hack was hack was definitely before that they didn't pioneer it but the popularity the popularity of sword art because i feel like sword art i like it because it made that genre popular and then people would look into it and find dot hack because dot hack's like a cult classic. Not a lot of people know about dot hack. But is it the, a show, a movie? It's a show and a movie. Mm. But uh, the idea is the same. But uh, it's a game trap world. You know the isekai trope. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was instead of like I'm an alpha because I'm in this game. It's more of like what does it mean to be in this game? He was still like going through like. Real life stuff, problems, even though yeah. he was in this new world. Character was basically a uh, a complete opposite of Kirito. Yeah, he was Kirito basically was like, I'm a real. Chad. <laughs> he was basically real, like a real person. <laughs> which, which is why it was like it didn't. That would be the classic considered a cult classic, but yeah, that it didn't. It's not. I guess it doesn't. Uh, have that it doesn't yeah, it doesn't kind of like speak to a huge general audience no. if you yeah it, it's kind of like superheroes where superheroes just do everything and they're just good at everything kirito is like that he's in the game i was a beta gamer and now i know all the secrets of this game that everyone's trapped in and then he's mm-hmm. just the best and then that kind of spawned that whole power fantasy isekai thing like yeah. how not to summon a demon lord he comes to like overlord is another example too where it's like they just come into this game like power fantasy power tripping right so yeah, no, it's was... like, uh, yeah, definitely. I think it would be a classic later, though, the sword art for sure. Well, I think that's why it was so hard for me to think of like class things that would be considered classic from current anime lineup. Because out of the fifty isekai I have seen on my recommendation <laughs> for Crunchyroll, I'm like, they all look the same. Like, how are you gonna be like, oh yeah, back in 2020 there was this like iconic isekai that was this, and I'm like, how do you remember which one you watch? Oh, wait. <laughs> Seth, you bring Cooper because that's what's what was uh, going to be one of my questions. You know, why are there less modern animes that are going to be considered a classic? And you made a good point. It's because you know there's just so many. You have so much choice nowadays, right? Yeah. You really I mean... open one one topic. You know, it could be slice of life. Boom, pages upon pages. You know, like it just yeah. over yeah, the I last mean, few years. If you look at it from uh, like. Like what Nico was saying, like there isn't many anim- animes like it when usually it comes out. Like Full Metal Alchemist, when it first came out, the original, I didn't really see anything similar to Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it was to me, uh, it opened a doorway to that kind of uh, anime. But I still today, I still haven't seen anything like Full Metal Alchemist. Like unless a Brotherhood, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> how dare Brotherhood try to copy Boma? But like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so like, and everybody knows this classic. And yeah. when I say, oh, the one where the guy claps his hands together and makes objects, anyone will tell me Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, but like, yeah. It's 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 very interesting. Like going back to like Kevin's point about there's 
it's just we're just oversaturated, right? Mm-hmm. So it really comes down to what do you like to watch and how would you like to consume that kind of content? Like for me, I can name sci-fi animes that I really, really like. But then a lot of other people will be like, I, I, I like sci-fi, but I don't like mech. So it's like, what parts do you like? And you can like kind of focus into what you like to watch. And then you'll be able yeah. to find quote unquote cult classics, right? Yeah, it's kind of like goes back to what we were saying earlier about streaming services, how we tailor our own viewing for taste because there's so much versus like when there was less to choose from, it was easier to be like, these are your classics. These are the really mm-hmm. good ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But since, you know, anime is so popular and mainstream now, it's like competition is good. But at the same time, we have to work harder to find what we like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I mean, like... it's probably like, oh, yeah. What it's like uh, how there's like how you said there's lots of isekais and it's like oh which one did you watch and all that stuff. I think that's why a lot of the uh, animes that come out like Fairy Tale, uh, Black Clover, they're mm-hmm. they're honestly uh, to me they're Dragon Ball esque. You got a character, he's gonna do something, get stronger, time skip, get stronger, mm-hmm. we win, end of anime. But it's like they come out during a time where there's an oversaturation of another type. Right? Like yeah, Black like, Clover, yeah. isekais were happening. Like yeah. Ray Zero, uh, a lot of those kind mm-hmm. of style. So it's like, I think that's how you're going to find other anime. And I guess that's how you can get lost in the sea of isekai. Because even today, isekai is like, it's still it very prominent. <laughs> yeah. oh it never went away it yeah it's like popular. if anything it just got more full <laughs> yeah. so i don't know what to me like an isekai classic i don't know what it might be because there's so many right now that it's either you have a poster of it on some building that's classic or is it you have a good story pop- that's classic it's probably like popular at the yeah. moment right like it's like out of all other garbage this is the best one <laughs> the best garbage is the shining diamond of yeah, that garbage. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I yeah, guess that's kind of kind of hard because anime is kind of becoming more mainstream. I mean, oh, I think it is so mainstream. mainstream. Yeah, well, I don't think it's. I don't think it's slowly becoming. No, no, no I mean, over over already. time, it's becoming more and more and more and more like uh, in line with uh, like today's standard. 10 years ago if you said i watch anime to like a group of people they think you're you're like weird mm. but it, it was it, yeah it, it it's it's the age of just sharing information right like yeah. uh, i'm on my phone and on instagram people that i would have never thought would be making like anime content it's just kind of like <laughs> like oh i never expect this kind of person to watch anime like when i was growing up it was literally just me and then a, a bunch of other asian kids <laughs> Watching, watch an anime. Yeah. Go to the DVD store <laughs> and get like get like the VCD of whatever anime you're watching. But yeah, it's like it's it's super popular now, so it's definitely mainstream. And uh, like talking about like classics and how it affects the culture too. Techware is literally kind of started because of uh, the popularity of Akira, and then the popularity of Naruto as ninjas. Like the way they dress is kind of like techware, right? Yeah. So just like a modern day ninja is kind of like transferred. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's for me. That's another uh, attribute of something that something that's a classic. Like, can it create its own 
subculture or influence outside of this its medium kind of like you said how like if this anime is so popular that it influences how people dress or like the uh, or it, it creates its own like internet resurgence or something kind of like mm-hmm. how spongebob is still relevant because memes and like yeah. or how simpsons or it's, it's constantly like kids know about it not because of the show but because of the the weird fan arts the memes the re-uploads of vaporwave and shit and i'm like oh, oh yeah kind of interesting <laughs> yeah no definitely uh culturally uh helps define uh i guess a, a classic right i mean a lot of uh like if we go to like lo-fi vaporwave honestly if i look back there's this movie that i didn't understand it's called metropolis but it definitely features in the the vaporwave lo-fi cyberpunk and metropolis i don't know how old it is but i just rented it from like a renting service because it looked cool but I didn't understand what the hell was happening. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I think that was a, that's a that's a good point. That's I guess for me another thing that would constitute uh, a classic anime is like it's not just addressing what was popular during when it came out. It's actually like saying something more about an overall experience or through its dialogue, through its visuals, through its story to the mm-hmm. point where it's relevant from 10 years or 20 years yeah. from now. And you could be like, I I didn't grow up during this period of time, but I can relate to the story and the characters. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when I uh, um, I, I was watching this this uh, YouTuber called Drew Goodman, and he was reviewing like early two thousands comedy, and he would say like, Yeah, that joke didn't age well, or that joke's mm-hmm. way too dated for anyone now to understand because they would reference things like, Remember when Britney Spears shaved her head and leave Britney alone? Like er, like early YouTube inside yeah. humor and all that yeah and like that you're not gonna get that if you didn't grow up during that time so like mm-hmm. i feel like for for anime that don't rely too heavily on things that are popular now they're like like i like i guess it's an easy punching bag but like isekai where there's always we need this character we need this type of tsundere we need this because yeah. that's what makes uh, a successful show where you have other shows that are just like attack on titan that's trying something completely new Mm-hmm. but people love it yeah and it, it's like how does it again going back to very the very beginning of the podcast how does that what's its impact on the overall like uh, mm-hmm. market of anime? like how did it impact that uh like it's space for that time like jujutsu is really good and why why is it popular right now you kind of have to think about they have the whole um, almost like a bleach setup where it's like, hey, we're they're like captains and you have to fight captains. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, the formula still works, but the spice that they put on it made it yeah. relevant. <laughs> like, yeah, they should just make a seasoning definitely... called Classic Spice. That's right. <laughs> yeah, like, you can definitely tell the creator was influenced by so many other different anime like Bleach, Hunter Hunter, uh, Naruto. Yeah. Uh, but he does enough of his own thing to kind of like make it his own. So it's 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 almost like a way of saying you don't need to always recreate something new and original. You can show that you were inspired by other people. Mm-hmm. It's like I copied your homework, but I actually changed things. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of like uh, the saying like, uh, "Don't reinvent the wheel." Yeah, yeah. Like 
just take it and create something that you can call your own with the same wheel. Mm. Like, yeah. so with a lot of anime, uh, I think that's why with a lot of uh, comparison to current to classic, you always look at the what made that classic good and what makes this current one that's trying to bring that kind of uh, flavor back. Mm. It's like, I haven't seen another anime like Samurai Champloo. Yeah. I don't think I've seen one personally. Severely lacking in samurai yeah. anime. <laughs> like, it's just there's nothing in that uh, genre right now, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, there's just there's a whole bunch like that, right? Like Megalo Boxing. That's that's, uh, that's very stylistic as well. Yeah, yeah, and that's why we were super excited when it came out. Megalo Box was the shit when it came out. I was like, hey, I can't wait to see the the old school like style but with modern techniques right okay well there you go i haven't actually seen it so oh well, you should but, um, i, I thought we all watched it together yes <laughs> uh question uh do you what do you guys think about seasons in terms of like uh how it makes it a classic like for example because like now nowadays animes have seasons right so like, for example like you have mob cycle first season super hyped right everyone was like yo this this is the best right season two comes out the hype's kind of died down you know and everyone's kind of like yeah yeah well you know it's whatever right because it, it had a long hiatus before season two came out mm-hmm. so the hype died down but if say if they didn't have a break and it just kept going it could have been a really like a class considered a classic right um, but because it came out in the season i don't think mm. the seasons really affect too much of whether an anime becomes a classic or not just like any property you can't ride a high the whole time unfortunately like full metal alchemist that classic to me wasn't always full of that hype right it it definitely had that uh period of downtime because even they had seasons too right or arcs right yeah, they had arcs, but like they didn't, they didn't stop for like two years. Yeah, they didn't take a hiatus. They kept going until it. Yeah, if I remember. Actually, like the the very very first Full Metal, they ran out of story, so they had to have that original video animation ending. Yeah. Right. So until the manga was finished, then they came out with Brotherhood, and then that in it like again, it encapsulate. It has an ending. It's kind of like. Again, we'll talk about Avatar, which is like all wrapped up together, just like Full Metal Alchemist. It's all wrapped mm-hmm. up. You know that if you watch from beginning to end, there's going to be an end and it's going to resolve nicely. And then you could be like, I was part of that world. Right. And for me, I think that's what defines a classic for me is that you can imagine uh, you, you can imagine yourself getting lost in that kind of world. Like Akira mm-hmm. drew the city, like literally almost the entire movie is like hand drawn city. And you're like, oh, my gosh. That's a bar in the very beginning when they're at the at the bar. That's a bar I could go and visit in my mind, whatever, right? So if you think about like Naruto and you think about this the village that he grew up in, you can kind of imagine what that village would look like if you were walking through it, right? So I yeah, think that's yeah. kind of like what really pushes it from just being an anime about a guy to the the guy exists within this world, and then the world mm-hmm. kind of builds around it and you can kind of imagine yourself in it and it's a whole thing right yeah because i mean seasons in anime it's like because you also have to look at your source material too right uh it's like um we didn't really have seasons for like say dragon ball they weren't really seasons mm-hmm. we they were more like sagas because they each had an underlying arc and there's like 11 of them 
but it didn't change the feel of the show. Sure, you might have not gotten it right away, but that's a lot of content to go through to try and do it, and it but, wasn't okay. even over yet. Yeah, which you, which makes a good point, we, and I think you make a great point because at that time when Dragon Ball was around, there weren't a lot of animes like that, right? There weren't, and which brings also, which you know, it's like kind of a combination of what we talked about today was oversaturation and uh, like seasons, right? Because now it's like, oh well, say if Dragon Ball was out and then it stopped. And then, you know, and then a bunch of other people were like, yeah, this works, right? This is something that works. And we're all going to make something like that. And then suddenly everyone had, there's Dragon Ball clone all over the place. Like there's (laughs) 50 animes like that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, Dragon Ball season two. Remember us guys? We we were gone for, I don't know, a year and a half. Remember us? And people were like, I don't don't really, I don't really remember you guys. Oh yeah. What happened? Yeah, actually, there's an anime that you guys introduced to me that is in seasons that I don't see anything like it, but I was still, but it's always fun. Baki. <laughs> oh, season one and season two, mm. they didn't come out right away. Yeah. But when it did, I knew it and I was excited because I don't see any, many animes like this. Yeah. yeah the only that. other competitor that it had, had a completely different art style. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So really, yeah, there's no compared for that. Exactly. I so uh, I think that uh, formula of trying to do something different mm-hmm. helps keep you on the radar, even if you have to divvy it up into seasons because there's just <laughs> your team's not big enough, you know, resources, and you don't have enough time to just crank out that story yeah. that's been going on for a long time. So, oh, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't, I don't think, uh, see, in, in my opinion, seasons don't really uh affect as long as again i'll say again like as as long as it's a complete package it will always be received as that complete package like trigun was 26 episodes but i think that's they only consider that one season Mm -hmm. but trigun i consider a classic because it's just like you watch all of it and then you can watch all of it and it's done and then you're again the seasons didn't really affect it that way but to kevin's point where it's like in Mob Psycho, I consider the first season a classic because, again, there was nothing like it. Yeah. But when the second season came out, we were expecting more of the same. But, of course, it can't live up to the hype of the first uh, uh, the first season. And the exact same thing happened to One Punch Man. <laughs> oh, man. Right? Especially because oh. they, they changed studios as well, right? So mm-hmm. then yeah. they, you see a drop in art quality. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like um, yeah. Sailor Moon came out in seasons. They don't. I don't know. I watched that on TV. So what, whenever it was on TV, I was just like, yeah. "Oh, hey, that's Moon. <laughs> well, it came out like eventually, like you know, on, on when you watch it on uh, TV, you get to a certain point, and then it's reruns. Meaning, yeah, they don't I, have I, that, don't, I just, don't have I that just, material anymore, I don't right? That well. Oh, okay. Well, so it's Sailor like, Moon oh, has. I gotta watch TV now. Okay, what's on? Has I don't be arcs, like, oh, like... It's, it's. I gotta watch it every night. No, no. Yeah, no. Watch. Sailor Moon had. Sailor Moon, and then Super S, and then it had like the Sailor Soldiers, uh, and yeah. and that just kept had these uh arcs just kept going and going and going. Yeah. And in the West, we didn't exactly have them all. Oh, we got some of it and not all of it. Yeah, because you know you gotta get it over, translate, voice it, you know, like all the fun stuff. So Sailor Moon has transcended generations as well. Mm. Yeah, true. like aesthetically. Like a lot of pages that I know are not run by people of that generation, 
they'll repost like or create original posts of Sailor Moon styled art. Like uh yeah. there's like this there's like the e-girl aesthetic where it's like all pink and then a lot of really cool pink anime stuff is based off of Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah, cuz I feel like Sailor Moon helped de- well again, see to to our point earlier. Sailor Moon helped define a genre of like those magical Girls. girl transform. Yeah. Like I don't think there were too much others during the Sailor Moon era. It's so probably she- the, like the most popular so yeah even today right another one you'd be like oh you're just a sailor moon clone so why would i watch you when i can <laughs> watch sailor moon <laughs> yeah so i mean it's like breathing life into something that was classic before like i mean i know they redid it like they brotherhooded it yeah. mm-hmm. i think but in terms of like seasons i that's why i find it interesting attack on titan has such a huge following now because when we were all watching the first season that came and they they took like three years to come out with season two and they took such long gaps and then you would imagine you would think like from a hype and marketing perspective mm-hmm. it would just die down and people were like yeah i remember attack on titan that cool show that came out in 2013 mm-hmm. but like no, the, but the only thing is the manga is still going on right it's still going yeah so like if it, the the devoted fan base is still there or something like Promised Neverland, you know, this manga's over. People yeah. don't really care, right? So when you're making anime, you're like, oh, I guess, you know, we don't, we're not going to have the budget to make, you know, like four or five seasons, you know, because no one's really going to care. Right, yeah. So we just got to speed run it. Oh, God, <laughs> it's yeah. actually kind of crazy because it almost, it was almost like a way to teach the anime industry of like, Oh yeah, we see that you think the model is to keep making episodes every week of varying quality just to stay relevant. And then Tack and Titan was like, no, nah, we can take our time, come out with a banger three or four years later, and we're still people still love us. We can take yeah. breaks. <laughs> it's uh, like I think the best uh, equivalent is like at least out, outside of anime, the best equivalent is like the Mario games. The Mario games come out fi- like the big 3D ones come out five or six years apart. And they always, like, that's game of the year, always. Well, they always that... slay. <laughs> yeah, they like... slay every single time. Like, between uh, Mario 64 and Sunshine, it was, like, six years or something. Sunshine and, like, Odyssey or whatever, there's another six years. So, in Attack on Titan's case, the wave, like, the way it kind of, like, stays relevant is it picks up fans as it goes, right? Like, the first okay. uh, the first uh, season was super good, and then, the, like, it caught tons of people's attention and over the span of that three years it built a fan base mm-hmm. and then the second season came out and then it just did the exact same thing because people who just start watching anime attack on titan always comes up on their list so uh throughout the people who start watching it every new anime fan is going to watch attack on titan so it's mm-hmm. just rolling and, that way uh on on that it's like uh from uh season to season they always try and spice it up one way or another <laughs> Like I know for Attack on Titan, it didn't exactly follow the same flow as the manga. It they just kind of uh is beautiful and well, animated. Just, yeah, like beautifully <laughs> animated, and they kind of took what made sense and put it in certain areas. Because I know from a manga perspective, if you went season to season based on what was in the manga, I think season two or three would have been kind of slow. <laughs> they, they Actually, out, yeah, um, I stopped watching a season two because the beginning of it, I was just kind of like, ah, whatever. Exactly. Oh, right. So then. Three is- so then they well, what they do is like, they they oh, take but... a spin on it like from a Mario like 64 to Sunshine it's like they added new mechanics like 
Come on, who thought a freaking water gun on your back was gonna be so much fun to play? Yeah, true, true. Mario knew. Yeah, so <laughs> it's yeah, so it's always cool when a next season comes out and they do uh, they add a little spice on yeah. it that you didn't expect, and it just makes it that much better for you to be back. It's more oh, like a welcome funny. home rather yeah. than oh, I can't believe I'm home. <laughs> Yeah, if only they did it. <laughs> they would, they would, they would took the other route. They're like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 always like pushing boundaries. Again, like using Nintendo as a, as an example, they always push the boundaries. Uh, all other, uh, most other game systems and franchises, Call of Duty keeps making the same game. Sports games are always going to be the same, of course, because sports don't really change. But like in Mario's case. Who knew the water gun was going to be popular? Who knew a hat that turned you into a dinosaur was going to be popular, right? So it's like you have to add that little what makes you different versus following the formula for success. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of uh, anime or any properties that just keep following trends because then, like, I I don't go back to those videos. Like, the best example I can think of is people like YouTubers that focus on daily vlogs versus a YouTuber that releases a video like once every three months, but it's a, it's a good fucking video. Yeah. <laughs> like well, I'm not going to go back and yeah. watch the cinnamon challenge you did like in 2012. <laughs> like I I'll, but I'll rewatch someone. That's why I love video essays because I can rewatch them and I know they're like something that's ever, they call it evergreen content. Cause it's basically, you can watch it 10 years from now and it still holds some value mm-hmm. versus like, it's made of love. Yeah, versus a trend that was popular for that week, and then people forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know that's probably why Sword Art Online is uh is still relevant. They change it up every season. Yeah. Now yeah. sometimes they use guns, and then sometimes yeah. uh, I don't know what they're they're I don't know what's going on nowadays. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm gonna call it now. Give me Sword Art with mechs, but Kirito still uses a sword with his mech. Whoa. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Other than that, yo, and then Mech's gonna be popular again because Star Wars. Nice. <laughs> Secretly, I just want a resurgence, a new wave of Mech. So apparently, yeah. the theory was that I think I talked about it earlier, but uh, what killed the Mech genre is the rise of uh, waifu culture. Yeah, there are no. no you can't have waifus of Mech. There is no waifus in Mechs. Yeah, unfortunately, all, all Mechs look like robots. Yeah, as soon as like idle. Uh, and you know, best girl simulator animes came out. All the otaku's were like, but, you know, giant robots are cool, but cute anime girls. Yeah, it's like we'll darling in the franks kind of made that resurgence. Oh. Right? Yeah, it's like I don't want to spend hours upon hours building a model. Yo, just give me this nice figurine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, we, yeah. I mean, something that I feel like has been severely like we we don't have any of is uh kind of like demon like demon is the devil's a part-timer i like that uh that era of anime where it's like there was that there was miss kobayashi's dragon maid where like isekai reverse isekai (laughs) that shit is so dope Reverse isekai. Yeah, where it's like fantasy person goes to the normal world instead. Oh, oh like, like, like Beelzebub. My... Yeah, 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 Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Is another example. Oh my goddess. Uh, uh, it's oh here's the since we were talking about oversaturation. Apparently, everyone is trying to make a new young boy fights demon anime or some sort of demons. 
Oh, I wonder where that came from. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why he wants yeah. to slay demons. I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think, uh, like, another really good one that I feel will uh, kind of, like, stick around for a while, or in my case, be considered classic, is uh, Fire Force. It's, oh, dude. Like, yeah. It's one of it, like, no no one else really doing something like it, right? <laughs> it's That's true. Yeah. Like we don't have like wh- where's that uh, captain's simulator? That's that's what it is now. It's Fire Force with all of their captains. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, I'm not gonna lie. When I first heard Fire Force coming out, I was like, "What is this about firefighters fighting fires?" And then it they're like, "Yeah, well, yeah, they were." And I was like, "Okay, why would I want to watch that?" And then it came out, and I was like, "Oh, he's punching the fire." <laughs> that's right. He's, he's, he is punching he's... the fire. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why I'm waiting for the anime adaptation of Chainsaw Man to come out because mm. it's it's the manga was really popular and it's ending, but I feel like at, people that only watch anime and don't read manga once they find it they're gonna be like oh this is something really unique I haven't seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, Mandora Hidoro is good too. That's I love, solid. That's solid. I love the unique that, genres that come out. Like a, it's like an old one, right? It's not an old anime and they they, they did a readaptation. I don't know it's how the old, old the manga. Is. It's old manga. Oh. They never had an anime adapt. This is the only oh, one. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that world was just insane, but it was so creative. <laughs> yeah, again, like you create something that no one really like. It's not around, then people are gonna pay attention, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Hunt Hunter Hunter was uh, one of those. Uh, I honestly really like the world that Hunter Hunter's in. Yeah, that's and a classic. I actually, I think. It's a classic for sure. That's, like the uh, yeah, original it's, it's run of it. It's basically it got a brotherhood treatment, which also which will probably need another brotherhood treatment. But <laughs> considering the way it's going now, yes, yeah, oh, like because it's basically like at a stalemate. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember the last time a chapter came. They were on a it's boat. It's a long cruise ship, okay? Yeah, yeah they're they on just, a boat. They, they never left. They're still on the boat. <laughs> it's a long boat. My right God. <laughs> Yeah. Dark continent? Nah, it's still now. Now I think yeah, it's, it's uh, so dark you can't even see it. <laughs> I think Hunter Hunter is one of those where it was a it's a it was a classic and now it's a cult classic because yeah. it's kind of sitting there, nothing's happening, but we like it. <laughs> do, you, do you think streaming services can uh, influence uh, anime to be considered a classic because they can just promote it, right? They can be like, hey. Yo, check this anime out. Oh, yeah, look at these clips so. of this super action. And if you be like, oh, yeah, well, no, watch it. It looks cool, right? Like, better than people so. having to dig through and be like, yeah. oh, what is this gem I found? No, they're like, here, here it is. Yeah. Look at this shiny like, thing. Take it. Like, literally, every time I go onto Netflix, trending, Demon Slayer is always there on trending. And I'm like, that's literally Netflix going like, watch this. Even if you're a normie, <laughs> watch this. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a... We paid a lot of money for this, so please <laughs> pay attention. I don't think streaming services will really hinder what is considered classic in individuals' eyes. I do think it'll hinder it in a sense of commercial commercially what's a classic because of how that how the promotion, right? Like again, yeah. if they're shoving it in your face, I mean eventually all right, all right. I'll watch it. Well, it didn't <laughs> quite work like, oh, for Crunchyroll. Yeah. Hmm? Like we were saying about Noblesse. Noblesse really is garbage. <laughs> did they push that? I don't even know. They, they did. did. 
they the did entire like what you know like the ads on the side of Crunchyroll. it's like watch this new amazing anime and then i get i get facebook ads and even instagram ads about it i, I didn't watch it it's okay it's just i, I watched for watch it and i stopped yeah Crunchyroll is a is as good a service as it is it's a very archaic service mm. yeah it's not keeping yeah, up with a lot like, of the streaming right yeah and there's a lot of uh what's this called just pirate sites that just do it better they give you actual good recommendations, stuff that's popular within the community versus what they're pushing, right? Yeah. yeah. So hopefully with the acquisition of uh, Crunchyroll to the to the Funimation Sony gods, uh, they'll revamp it all and maybe... Uh... Look, if they can't do Spider-Man right, what do you think they're going to do? <laughs> they can do anime right. <laughs> Like I mean, into the Spider Verse, okay. So yeah, there's hope. That's into the Spider Verse, and yeah, one out of out of five garbage doesn't make it good. It's it means it had a twenty percent success rate. And Funimation is owned by Sony as well. Their interface is pretty good. Funimation is is pretty good. Depends how they merge, right? Anyway, mm. I think that's a that's a wrap. Yes, yeah. we've, uh, we're, we're steering veering off course. Yeah, we're we're hunter hunter now. We're hunt. No, they're still on the same course. It's just taking yeah, maybe, maybe. thirty years. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Before do, do I die, I wanted to people? finish. <laughs> I do. I do. I have to find it. I forgot where we where to put it. Oh, it's okay. You just. Oh, I found it. Patreon blurbs. Okay. There yeah, we go. Uh, okay. All right. So I guess I got, we gotta thank people and stuff. Yeah, because they're pretty cool, uh, and they support us. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Well, I guess I'll start it off. All right, guys. All right. First, we have Shannon B. Yeah. All right. Next, we got yeah. Eddie Ardaz. Yeah. Next, we got yeah. Jen Leo. Mm-hmm. We got Christopher Fu. We got Sanastri. We got mm-hmm. Siberia yeah. Cosplay. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. Pluno. We got yeah. Brienne yeah. Bank. Mm-hmm. We got Dana. We got mm-hmm. Stephanie Guzman. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And then next, we got Devin Miller. We got mm-hmm. Baron Takedown. Oh, Dog yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. Turtle Dawn. Yeah. Black Cat yeah. Cause. Yeah. All right. And then uh, wrapping it up, we got Lucky Butter MC. Alex Word. Daniel Vasquez. Yeah. Cut. Diva. Nova. Yeah. Uh, Thank you guys. Thanks to our patrons for supporting us. Thank you. It's possible. Uh, you know, they didn't support us. Uh, you know, we can't have, we don't have internet and stuff. <laughs> it's great. It's great that we can do this podcast. Thanks to them. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess that will wrap things up. Um, uh, I forgot how to do it. I was going to Who are you? Who are you? Oh, yeah. Uh, wait. I guess, yeah, we'll close it off. Uh, who are you? I'm Nico. I'm Seb. I'm Theo. And I'm Kevin. And if you don't know, we're those no, guys you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Guys, you know. Yeah. I nailed it. Dude, that was flawless. Yo, I don't. That's a classic anime, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, uh, I love it.